I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So Tom just uh, hooked up a breast pump to his uh, boobies. Um, and we were talking about, I guess, the baby formula shortage that's going on. Yeah, right now there's yeah. not enough baby f- uh, formula because yeah. they shut down a factory and a bunch of other factories. So that's our weak tie-in just to do this Torture Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's awareness. You know what? We've had a lot of people that are uh, digging this Torture Tuesday. After seeing it, I'm going to church on Sunday. <laughs> I will pray. I'd hate to be in that confessional. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, you did what? Yes. <laughs> well, we are, uh, you know what? Um, actually, you know what? There's a, there was a uh, take on a uh, Torture Tuesday where a lady came in, and she supplied breast milk for Tom and Cato to drink. Mm-hmm. That what was interesting. It, what did it taste like? You'll find out in just a second. We're getting phone calls right now. B93.7, hello? Hey, I was calling about your torture Tuesday this morning. Yeah. From a mom who has done that for two out of three of her kids. Yeah. Do it every two hours for three months. Then tell me it doesn't hurt. Yeah, you just did it for like then five minutes, Tom. Then tell me it doesn't hurt. Yeah, and then you we, have to do it for 20 minutes each side. We got a text on here that says um, something about there's no way you can experience how truly painful because you don't have sensitive, worn, or chapped nipples. Or, or get mastitis. Oh, my gosh. Tom, you want to borrow my <laughs> chapstick? We <laughs> <laughs> keep it. Oh, we love you. Thanks for calling. Hawk and Tom Show. Hey, you guys are straight tripping me out with this breast pump thing. (laughs) Because I am definitely a breast, you know, pump mom. And the reason it doesn't really hurt, um, Tom, with Uh you guys is because you don't have all of those sensory things going on right now. (laughs) So especially with the sensitivity that we have after having a baby, uh, yeah, it hurts in the beginning until you get used to it. Quite frankly, as I saw you doing that, Tom, with the, the hair around your nipple, I thought <laughs> you were going to be sore. <laughs> oh, God. That's you were crazy. Funny. And then Tom's like, let's lick it to make suction. No, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious. I just had to call. I'm like, yeah, I'm a breast pumping mom, and this is why it doesn't we got a text that said, this is hilarious as I am pumping on my drive to work. <laughs> that is talented. That is but dangerous. Only after I pulled up at work, I was like, I've got to get this out. <laughs> oh, my. 
We love, love you. Yeah, I love y'all. Have a great night. All right. <laughs> <laughs> love her laugh. Love her laugh. Okay. I still felt like I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now, you know what? In the archives, we found a Torture Tuesday. A lady came in. Mm-hmm. And she, it was a stranger. That's not, she, I don't like that word. Okay. She's a listener. Well, she's a listener to the Hawk and Tom show, but <laughs> Tom, Tom and Kato did not know her. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was a little strange. She brought in her breast milk. Yes. <laughs> Y'all are brave. <laughs> but this is what happened. Okay, well, Kato and I have uh, taken the milk into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We boiled some water, and we got a thermometer. We've checked out 170-some-odd degrees. Right. It's cooling uh, down now. From what we understand from Louis Pasteur, once we got to 165, we were good to go. Okay. So we should be safe from any kind of contaminants, and even I, though I don't think our donor has anything. No, I got a doctor's letter mm-hmm. from uh, from her doctor. Well, I was going to tell Hawk, you know, you say this is the worst one I've ever had to do. Yeah. But... I have had my arm stuck up a horse's butt. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> this is nothing compared to that. Right, here's what I suggest. <sighs> Almost like you're tasting a wine for the first time. <laughs> swish it around in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> swish it around in your mouth and let us know about the flavor and describe the texture. And then once you've done that, you've got to shoot the rest of the three or four ounces we have there. All right, Cato is about to drink fresh breast milk. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> man. Go ahead, go ahead, do it. All right. All right, he's taking a sip. I'm trying not to gag. <laughs> Is it skim? It probably would be considered like skim milk. But uh-huh. but it's warm. Is it sweet? It's got a little sweet taste. Maybe a little bittersweet taste. Uh, okay. Oh. All right. Now, All right. Well, if we should ask the donor, what did you have for dinner last night? had chicken and rice. And, and that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Let me guess. Um, fried rice. You know what I could compare it to? You ever tasted the little half and half creamers? Mm -hmm. That would be probably closest to what this one tastes like. So the taste isn't all that bad. You're just kind of grossed out by the thought of what you're doing. And it's it's warm. And I, I don't usually drink warm milk. If it were chilled in the fridge, I could probably drink it okay. But um, I'm tempted to take a sip. I want to see Kato take a big gulp. Yeah, go ahead and do a big gulp first. Yeah, big gulp. Come on. You want me to just gulp it all down? Yeah, leave enough in there for me to have a sip afterwards. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hold on, let me pull the trash can over here. Three, two, (laughs) one, go. He's shaking. He got it. It's down. (coughs) I did. (laughs) He's getting. You okay? Uh, <laughs> I let you some, Tom. Okay, let me have it. I'm going to spit up. <laughs> Get that little towel and put it over your shoulder. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and taste oh, this, I guess. Okay, Tom's going to drink some fresh breast milk this morning. Mm, very sweet. Is it really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't believe I just did that. Think about this, though. An hour ago, that was in our donor who's sitting right across from you, her body. Y'all are going to make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not bad. That milk's not bad. They yeah. should sell that in stores. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> Would you like some more? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a little concerned because I don't think she had any more uh, pumped yet. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> Tom. Well, for inquiring uh, minds, now you know. I will say that yeah. I don't think we mentioned this as much, but there is a weird oily or greasy yeah. film that it stays on your mouth afterwards. Uh-huh. That was the fried rice. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's our Torture Tuesday uh, this uh, week. It's very been very interesting. <laughs> Looks anyway. like I'm gonna skip breakfast today. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. I am not the person who has a problem in the room this morning. I think there are others of us who partied pretty hard last night hey. who are having trouble waking up. Hey. Not just you, Kato. Tori's saying she's tired and she's just dragging today. It's that bowling game. That game she, you know, she broke you know, her toe, uh, nail. You know, it's so funny, though, Tom. The, 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 Tori went home about 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First of all, it was 630. <laughs> 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 yeah. okay. We were having nice. a little party yeah. drinks and all. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I, I bring this up not to call you guys out. I applaud I you care. for having fun. I got home at 10. Uh, <laughs> what I'm bringing this up for is to give you some ways to wake up. Okay. And do a little research for you on how you can wake up. Now, obviously, the number one answer is drink coffee. Coffee, I got it right here. Exactly. <laughs> caffeine? That's a no-brainer. Well, maybe it's not a no-brainer. But yes, caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you drink soda. Right. So that's your way to get it in. Take a hot shower, or if you really need to wake up, a cold shower. Yes, I have seen all the TikToks on people taking cold showers. And I'm like, it, it blows me away. I mean, first of all, and I, so I tried it. I went in, I was like, okay, I'm going to see what this does. It was painful. Okay. It was not enjoyable, but you do feel more alive after that. They say it gets, you know, because yeah. your body wants to warm itself back up, so your blood starts pumping. And that's why they do that. And they say it's good for your skin. Oh, really? For a cold shower, yeah, Yeah. because it closes your pores before you... Oh. But I can't do it. I'm cold when I get out of the shower. Stepping out of the shower freezes me enough. Yeah. Okay, well, my dad, when we were little kids, we would shower with dad, and he would always turn it to freezing cold at the end because he said it made it easier for your body to adjust when you got out because then it felt warm outside. Well, I guess that makes sense. It was not worth it to us. My brother and I were like, no, we would prefer to keep it as hot and steamy in here as long as possible. (laughs) Now, what age were you showering with dad? It wasn't creepy or anything. It was no later than 13 or so. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking of how how tall were you? Uh Oh, Oh, gosh. I don't know. Like, we probably, probably stopped at six or seven. I would hope. Maybe oh, six. Wow. Okay. Five. Yeah. I, I just remember mom had that red water bottle hanging in there that we used when we get a headache. We put hot water in it. Oh, no, no, water no, bottle. that was something else, too. It has I, a long white tube on the end of it. That was my microphone. <laughs> oh, wow. I, was, I was practicing radio at that age. Yeah. Uh, check okay. one, two, check one, two. Or a bagpipe if I wanted to perform a song. Oh, yeah. my. I'm yeah. so sorry. Well, apparently, as you first said, that uh, we do have some issues. You you also have some here in the room. Me? Yeah, you started off like, hey, I'm not the one that has issues this I, morning. I'm not. I, I, never, I, I didn't play bagpipe or talk into the microphone part. Part of it. They're showering with dad. I mean, I, I think a lot of kids shower well, with dad when they're little. I, I mean, my, my kids do too sometimes. So but there very, you go. But not like, you know, until I'm 13. Okay. <laughs> so some other ways to wake up in the morning. All right. I got the first two down. Yeah. Coffee okay. and a hot shower. There you You're go. not going to do well on this one. Get right out of bed on the first alarm. Don't lay there and drag as you yeah. hit the snooze. No, I like to lay in bed for a minute researching um, TikToks. So that helps wake me up in the morning. It's okay, what did I just say? Research yeah. TikToks. That's no, what I heard. That's not what I said. Get you're, you're, they get they up say that's the last try. thing you're supposed to do is get on Facebook and stuff or any social media right when you get up because it causes stress and anxiety. No, I just watch puppy videos. Wow. Aww. How do you find just those? 
You just search for it. Oh, because I always get it hit straight into something horrible like exercise or something. Yeah, oh, I get gross. up on the first. The, any, for, sometimes I wake up before my alarm clock goes off. Well, I want you to know I woke up immediately after my fifth alarm this okay, morning. Okay, good. Job. Okay, <laughs> yes, I did. And I, almost, I didn't hear the first four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is one I will use in the studio when I get tired sometimes. Go for a walk. I mm-hmm. will walk around the hallways and just that blood, it gets the blood flowing a little bit. And I love, I go downstairs and get my coffee. Okay. And even though we have two coffee makers up here and I'm like, I just enjoy getting. Three, technically. Just, I have that one at my desk too. I counted that oh, one. Okay, two. good, good. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I like to get out and walk. So I go up and down steps. Only exercise I get. So okay, well, I don't mind going up and down steps. You I'm, know what? I, that. I like to just walk in place. It gets my blood flowing. Oh. Sometimes I can do that in bed today. <laughs> I told you what my great aunt did. She's like in her 90s. No, but I bet you're about to. Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> so my mom went on a trip with her, and my great aunt, in her 90s, she put her hands like on the back of her hips, and she put her legs up in the air, and she was riding like a riding a bicycle. Like and, she just didn't care. Yes, she was riding a bicycle with her, you know, up in the air with her feet going. Mom's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm getting my exercise today, honey. I'm like, 92 are doing that. Wow. You know what? Good on her. I'm 30-something, yeah. and that seems hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. So, That's, they mentioned exercise is another okay. good thing. Have a glass of juice. And they say another trick to getting waking up is to put some music on. Well, yeah, put us on. Yeah, because it gets you going, and you, it gives that uh, energy and the heart thumping and all that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to add one to it. I think if you have access to a breast pump, strap that sucker on and go. <laughs> that that wake you up. Man. That's, a, that's awakening. <laughs> it woke me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, I told you my dad's a preacher, uh-huh. and I was talking to him on the phone the other day. In all seriousness, I'm like, hey, what you, what you doing, Dad? He goes, well, I'm going to go over to Scotty's. I'm going to speak at his dog's funeral. Wow. <laughs> so I said, yeah, you are. He's like, yeah. He goes, uh, yeah, I've already spoke at uh, Scotty's cat's funeral. <laughs> really? I hope Scotty's like five. No, no, no. Scotty's a grown adult. Yeah, he goes to his church, and so he holds these animal funerals, I guess, for other people. That's not the first one he's held, he said. Wow. Yeah. Is there money in that? I, I have no idea. Are, so they're not all Scotty's animals? Are they all, you said, other people? Yeah, other he's done it for other folks before, too. Like he, Normally, he gets asked to go at, speak at someone's funeral. Like, if when someone dies, a human, they go and they ask him, hey, will you go speak at the funeral for, as a preacher? Once word gets out that you'll do an animal funeral, a lot of people come exactly. calling. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not it's something that's easy to find. Well, it's one thing, you know, and I know, Tom, that you have held a funeral before, but I don't know if you dress up and, like, they, they dress up and he speaks, like, over the dog's box or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, we did. Yeah. For ours, yeah. it wasn't quite as formal. It's okay. just oh. we got through digging the hole and burying him, okay. so we spoke some words. Oh. And and what okay. we did was pretty clever, I thought. We uh, we had the video going. Yeah. And so we just asked each of the kids to say a little something about Dermot. Oh, well, that's good, I and guess. Then, and the we, I something. said something about him, and then we said a little prayer, and we were done. It wasn't mm-hmm. a long, drawn-out thing, but it let us have on video a couple of nice thoughts about what each of the kids 
remembered okay. what I remembered, and just it was nice. Okay, well, I'll bring it in. You guys can watch. No, it. No, 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 no. I, right. I, I'm, I'm good. I think I'm, I'll be sick that day. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's only five minutes long. See, but I thought Tori, you'd be on board because you love animals so much. And I do. Pay your respects, but it's not also, mine. This touches me <laughs> deeply because as a kid, I yeah. loved animals. I always wanted them, but for whatever reason, they would die. All like I never kept an animal longer than a few months. You would have kept my dad in business. <laughs> I, I really would. I know they used to call me the angel of death because I'd get wow. an animal and I know it was sad. So okay, well I, I went on like once, Dad. You know I understand like a dog funeral kind of, but a cat funeral. I said, you know, Dad, like what do you say at a cat funeral? They charge extra for those. I, well, I don't know <laughs> if he does. They're hard to do. He goes, well, you know, and he went into his preacher voice <laughs> when I asked him about that, and he's like, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. He also created cats chase mice away and be friends to humans and bring comfort when people are sad. (laughs) (laughs) He went into that. I'm glad I didn't know Scotty. I'd be laughing at his funerals, his pet's funerals. They say cats have nine lives, but I guess guess this cat was on its ninth life. Wow. No. no. <laughs> so your dad didn't get invited no, back, no, did he? No, he didn't say that part. <laughs> That'd be funny, though. Yeah. The cats have nine lives, and uh, he he had nine good lives there. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of hilarious. He had a cat funeral. Well, I mean, it's yeah. like any other animal, I guess. But if it's close to your family, then uh, it matters uh, to you. Listen, I agree. Now that I have Otis, I'm like, it's going to be a sad day when I lose him because I, I see all these years you guys told me, hey, it's like a part of family. Oh my. And they are. Yeah. But, but I did, even with Daisy, I had her 15 years. I didn't have a funeral service. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently you can do that. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. I mean, I. Well, I they sang Amazing time. Grace after it was over with. I got her ashes. Yeah. How's that go? Meow, 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 meow for the cats. Really? Did you just say that? <laughs> did you I really? Can't believe you did that. <laughs> I wouldn't even have done that. <laughs> but I'm going to invite you to sing at our next one. Yeah, there I you got go. You. Can we hear, dog, right? hear the dog version of uh, Amazing Grace. Rough, 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 rough. That's my bark. Was it's it good? It was rough. <laughs> and, and apparently it was a bloodhound because it was, it was southern a little bit there. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I want to talk about weddings, but first, I want to give you an entertainment news update. BTS, the band, is releasing free video workouts on YouTube. Part of a five-day challenge for a balanced body and mind. Uh, So that basically this band is putting out workout videos for their fans for free on YouTube. Wait, and you know what? What? Uh, like with the uh, Quest 2? What's that game, Beat Saber? Okay. They're, they're one of the first to put the, uh, their music out to that. Well, to they, actually, Beat Saber. they asked them why they're doing this, mm-hmm. and they said a lot of the girls that were showing up to come backstage were a little chunky. That is not true. So they that wanted to help them not true. lose some wow. weight. You're going to lose all their fans. No, 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 I wasn't saying anything bad about them. Yeah, no, you misunderstood that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's my point. They want more of them to be able to get back there. All right, so moving on to <laughs> weddings now. Let's talk about weddings. Apparently, there is a new trend of, I guess, the new generations, Generation Z, and maybe millennials wanting to get rid of some of the quote dumb old traditions that we have in weddings. Yeah, we should do that for funerals too. <laughs> There's just some 
traditions that just don't make sense. Well, anymore. I'm going to keep the food in all both of them. We'll just talk mm-hmm. about that later. <laughs> Let's worry about weddings right now. We can get to death later. Same thing. Okay. Uh, they say that smearing the cake in each other's faces I like needs it, to go. I don't. My That's wife and I dumb. made an agreement not to do that, and we did not do that. And I see so many guys who seem unable to follow the rule. Like if they agree with their wife not to do it, they still do it, and they think it's funny. And I say to the woman, you deserve everything you get in the next 20 years because you told him not to do it, and he did it anyway, and you went through with things. What if she just walked out right then and there? She like should. in her wedding dress she and should. everything, just left? Yes, because that's a, basically he's telling you that what your wishes are are not ever going to matter. It's a prank. Yeah. Not I, whenever you've discussed it ahead of time. It's a prank whenever you haven't really talked about it, and it's funny. But whenever she said, listen, I don't want that to happen on my wedding day, and you do it anyway, yeah. it's not a prank anymore. I've never really understood the whole cutting of the cake thing. Why, why do we have to sit around and watch you cut a slice of yeah. cake? <laughs> yeah, serve that cake as we walk in to that reception area and wait on you when you're doing your pictures. At least give us something to do while we're waiting on you and getting the pictures made. And to be honest, save your money on the wedding cake, buy you a little small one for you and the groom or the bride and groom, yeah, yeah. and then serve cupcakes yeah, or whatever to the guests. There you go. Uh, I'd be afraid I'd get <laughs> judged on that plus no. women get a big kick out of picking out that cake and trying to find the perfect cake and seeing how much they can spend on a the cake cake mm. costs more than the dresses sometimes uh, okay that wasn't the case for us i mean I we went to Publix. i had a waterfall on my cake a Did real you? waterfall it was a little waterfall yeah it was oh, on wow. one of the layers of cake it was just a little waterfall how much that cost uh, actually, uh, our friends of our family, she did cake. So she okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. Don't do that chocolate fountain thing because little kids stick their fingers in it and then lick it and then put their fingers back in it. Little kids? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw you at Golden Corral. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's talk no, about kids. One. Oh, do they? Oh, yes, Bringing nice. kids when the I request says no kids. Yes. Okay, I'm with you on that. Now, personally, I'm probably going to use that as my excuse not to have to go to your wedding. (laughs) Which is sad. Which is great. But um, I would not bring my kids if I was asked not to. Depends on the little kids. Like, if they're little bitty ones, it's going to ruin things, you know, and run around. You're not going to keep, you know, a leash on them. I think think no kids means under 13. Probably so. Yeah, okay. But and also turn your phones off. I've been at a wedding where twice the same yeah, phone rings yeah. twice. Wow. You have an incoming call. Yeah, that's what it said. <laughs> I, and I'm like twice. Why don't you turn it off the first time? I've heard that before, and I heard at church, uh, Sweet Home Alabama, go off one time in the middle of service. <laughs> that's kind of cool. I'd expect the whole congregation to break in. Everybody was laughing. Sweet Home Alabama. Everybody takes their hats off, and the mullets fall out. <laughs> what happens? We, we don't wear hats. Yeah, you don't wear hats. If Sweet Home Alabama is playing at your wedding, you might have a hat out there somewhere. It was at church. It was at church. Oh. I thought, and women wear hats in church? They do. Yeah, they do. Those women big, do, like, derby-style hats. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to the story here. Uh, they say that other things people need to stop at the weddings, uh, people proposing at another person's wedding ceremony uh, or reception. Uh, who does that? Uh, uh, someone who is an attention grabber. So, actually, John's cousin asked if he could do that at our wedding, and I was like, I am so sorry, but absolutely not. I yeah. spent a life savings on this stupid event. We're going to party and be all about me. Stupid event. I mean, it's fine afterwards, but planning (laughs) weddings, I turned, my hair fell gray, like turned gray, fell out. It was super stressful. Wow, it sounds so much fun when you put it like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y'all just get to show up. Uh, They say also, these are some of these I I feel like are kind of uh, 
I think they need to stay. I think they're good traditions. But they mentioned uh, the best man and maid of honor speeches. I feel like those are something that should stay. Puts a lot of pressure on them, though. But, yeah. I mean, that's part of life. Sometimes you got to deal with these things. And I don't think long ones. I think you need to keep it to a, a dull medium there. Don't get to where your people are starting to look at their watches okay. or phones or whatever they look at now. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they say the chicken dance. Again, I think that needs to stay. It's a fun one. It's yeah. part of the celebration. And most yeah. time, it's the dances that get people on the floor. Right. Like, you know, the line dances and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do the chicken dance. I can't do that. We've done it before. We did it with City of Spartanburg when they came around and did that challenge. No wonder we didn't win. I had to practice. And then they said also that basically taking your own pictures while the photographer is trying to do the stage shots is wrong. I don't see a problem with that personally. I do, especially if you're turning around and posting them on your Facebook page before the bride and groom. (laughs) Okay, well, don't do that part, but I mean, I don't see why it matters. Uh, And then finally, they said over drinking, which can lead to unwelcome drama and distractions. I don't agree with this I don't agree with it either. (laughs) That's some of the most fun I've ever had at weddings is from over drinking. Yeah. My wife and I went to a wedding in her hometown when we were dating in Ohio, and the bridesmaid and one of the uh, best, the maid of honor, one of the bridesmaids and the maid of honor got into a fight oh, over a guy wow, at the wedding. They yeah. were throwing clothes at each other, like shoes and stuff. Oh, well, there's a fight at every wedding. when they throw Really? The, yeah, when they throw the bouquet, bouquet over their shoulder. Yeah, it's all you can see. Like the, all the women die for that bouquet. Yeah. So we didn't do the garter toss or the bouquet toss. But the bouquet was mostly because, like, I was the last single one. So oh. I wouldn't have had anyone to toss it Bless to. Bless your heart. <laughs> well, I never understood the whole garter, pulling the garter off the guy, and it's his best friend, and he's blindfolded by then. Yeah. By now, you should know that trick. Uh, well, and it's better when they do the granny. When they do the granny, that's the good one. Oh, my what? God. Yeah, when they put the grandmother in the seat. So for anyone who's not knowing what we're talking about, there's a, a tradition <laughs> where the groom will sit down in front of the bride. They blindfold him. And they blindfold him, and he's supposed to take a garter off of her thigh. Yeah, yeah. And so they'll mm-hmm. put someone else in the chair instead or mm-hmm. of all these yeah. things. We did not do that one at my wedding. Yeah, uh, neither did Tori. Well, I definitely didn't put my grandma up there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. They play jokes on the groom sometimes, and they'll put someone up there, and he open, yeah. they pull the blindfold off, and he's got his grandma, and he's got his hands halfway up her thighs. He's like, Grammy? What happened? Yeah, grandma oh. loves it, though. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's why it's still going on. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> please. Yeah. Uh, issues. Issues. Don't get married. Hey, do it, whatever, <laughs> do it however you want to, all right? Yep. So solve that problem on your own. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, girls, when you choose a mate, <laughs> do you use a certain template? This is bad, bad news for your daughter, Tom. Why? Sammy, Sammy. I don't understand yet. <laughs> okay. So there's a new study that suggests that daddy's girls choose men who look like and act like their fathers. Okay, that's yeah. a good thing. While their mama's boys are drawn to women that remind them of their mamas. That's great for my son. Yeah. Is that's he a mama great. boy? Uh, yeah, boy? to some degree. Okay. I, I wouldn't call him a mama's boy, but I think mm-hmm. he'll probably be attracted to a woman like his mom. Scientists say that when a child has a strong relationship with the opposite sex parent, he or she uses that parent as a template for picking out their mate in the future. That's what my wife did. Okay, it's 
It's called relationship imprinting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she picked me because I reminded her of her dad in some ways. Oh. Like when I would walk age. around in my <laughs> underwear and my tidy whities she said that reminded her of her dad when she was little. And yeah, we're close to the same age. <laughs> okay. Well, the most oh. obvious example, they say you can compare this with the animal world with a newborn duckling. So they're known to bond with the first object that they see when they come out of the egg. Like wow. a, it could be a rock, it could be a twig. That seems like that would yeah. be difficult if they bonded with a twig. And you've seen the Looney Tunes uh, cartoon, right, about the little Mama? dog. That's <laughs> like, I think Bugs Bunny, chasing Bugs Bunny around. Yeah. yeah. That's not real, though. It's not. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> anyway, what? Humans have the same innate ability to uh, do the same thing, to figure out the ideal mate. One reason they say they choose to marry someone who resembles their family is because they know subconsciously that they're, or they think subconsciously that their offspring will uh, have the same similar genes as, and, and also have some kind of comfort feeling with that person. So did you marry, is John something like your dad? Were you a dad, daddy's girl, Tori? Yes, and he does, like, loyalty, family, that kind of stuff. John is 100% like my dad. All that comes first. But he didn't get, like, the mechanical side. Okay. Because I'll be like, hey, I think the toilet's clogged. And he's like, that sounds like a problem. Like, <laughs> 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 You're the one clogging the toilets here. Um, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, it's interesting because I married my mom, and that's a running joke hey. in our household is I'll just tell her I married my mom because my oh. wife does the same things my mom did. Yeah, John. She, she scratches sorry. the car and tries to hide it from me. <laughs> like my mom used to be, she'd get spray paint out and try to hide stuff. She'd make it worse trying to hide it. Yeah. Um, my mom was always like doing these elaborate things for us to win school contests. Like I won a, a hat competition once because my mom put a basketball yeah. on my head with a Black Panther stuffed animal because we were the Kennedy Panthers. And so I'm walking around school all day with a giant basketball and panther on my head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which I ended, up, I ended up getting bullied mercilessly. So your wife, she does a lot of the she, projects or helps the kids out. She does a lot of out. stuff for our kids yeah. and, and helps Quinn out with these things. So it's like I really did marry someone who's very much like my mom. Now that also goes with looks. They said they found that women picked men strikingly similar to their fathers when it comes to their mouth and nose. Interesting. So does John have the mouth or nose like your dad? I never looked at my dad's mouth or nose like that. I don't think so. Okay. You will now. <laughs> I know. I don't like this. Okay. But also, okay, does it seem a little creepy now? It kind of does. Yeah. I don't want to think about my dad's mouth. The whole thing does. No. Okay. So, guys, <laughs> they say, guys, <laughs> it might be something like the smell, like the smell of their mom mm. and the smell of the mate or the person that they're dating. The way people smell is a sign of their genetic makeup. You know, I've tried to get my wife to wear Chanel number no. 5 like my mom did. No, but she not, they're not talking about perfumes <laughs> and stuff like that. They're talking about the, the smell of the kitchen when she's cooking, because no, okay. that's what I'm looking for, is someone go. that can cook <laughs> like my mom. Mm-hmm. No one can. No uh, one. But, but, well, you know what? And maybe that's why you're not married, because you're looking for someone that can cook like your mom, and your mom's a great cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to move in with my mom again. <laughs> Starting to get a little creepy. Hey, I already did that. No, oh, she, lives did. In, she lives with me. She lives with me. I bet your mom can me. cook. She looks like a good cook. Oh, man, yeah. She can whip up some you know, gravy and biscuits in a heartbeat. Man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway... Uh, so, so you just need, when you're out on the dating scene, you know you're going to have these little things. It's called relationship imprinting. If you want to Google that and research it a little bit more, but what I, if we don't? I just well, I'm, you think about Sammy's, you know, future husband, right? 
Well, what's your point? I just, I, just, I mean, don't you question, you know, what the way he might be? or Why would I? Oh, okay. So how would I do this? Just walk up to a girl and say, hey, how's your cornbread taste? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would that work? Yeah, or get me arrested. I'm, I'm not sure. Careful. You might get hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.